Hello, and welcome to The Dogfather, a family podcast about a bottom 10 football club. And for a brief moment, there was hope, but the clock ran out, didn't it, Matthew? Well, we could say that, or uh, perhaps we should have uh, acted earlier, but uh, yeah, look, <clears throat> for me, and this is going to sound cliche, a lot to like, but uh, yeah, there was e- equally disappointing. Yes, there there was a lot to, a lot more to like out of this performance over um, the last few weeks. But yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We should let the listeners know this is going to be a shorter episode because we want to watch the Matildas. Let's be honest. Um, that's a game that is as crucial as every one of Essendon's coming up. So let's uh, let's jump right in. Did you go on Saturday night? I did uh, sat yeah. right behind the goals next to the Sydney cheer squad, and uh, mm. I must say, uh, they a bit going on there. They're, they're pretty uh, lively. Um, yeah. They had a chance beyond just the, well, for them it was Sydney. Uh, they had a few ole ole ole's going on and uh, a Marty party, and I actually quite enjoyed uh, sitting there. So they were they were good. Um, yeah. and, and I don't reckon we should apologise at all for the reduced episode time. If we can condense and be sharp, I think the listeners would appreciate that because they can get all their bombers uh, feed, news, and, and and analytics in the shorter, sharpest version, and people love that. So um, Yeah, it depends. You're welcome. It depends. If, you're welcome. if your commute's a bit longer, if your commute's sort of an hour to an hour and ten, and you want an episode to fill your commute, then for those people, I'm sorry. But for the others, maybe it's better. Maybe you'll like this format more. I dare say, are you someone who has an hour, hour, ten commute, and you like listening back to yourself? Is that what you're uh, I actually never listen to these episodes. Really, you don't listen to yourself back and, and reflect. Not even you and not even uh, on uh, not even on my editing. Well, I do a little bit of the editing, obviously, but um, yeah, I don't listen to the episodes as others do. Right. Well, okay. Well, we could go into that, but we're condensing and we're keeping it uh, analytical, so we'll stay on topic. But uh, yeah, that's an interesting fact. And perhaps one to look into over the coming weeks, or maybe next year. So, so Maddie, mm. we look at the stats, and we see total disposals were down. Inside fifties, we're up by twenty-two. Uh, we are up in hitouts, fifty-two to eighteen. We are up in clearances, 42 to 29. Center clearances, 18 to 12. Stoppage clearances, 24 to 17. We are up in contested possessions by 23. Where did it all go wrong? Yeah, well, look, for me, um, that's why I said there's a lot to like. But for me, um, and it's probably the same issue Carlton had, was... um, and we, you know, and we all knew how quickly that that sort of turned around, and how it quite unquote easy of a fix it is. But um, look, like Brad said in his press conference, Sydney are a very good side, and they displayed that they could absorb uh, the the pressure or the ball coming in at a high rate and and absorb losing it around the source, and then very good at just flicking it the other way and hurting you on the counter attack, <clears throat> which is seemingly um, the possession side were looking to play the way to beat us. Um, Mm. The where we went wrong, okay. Let's look at that. We we were able to score very very quickly and wrestle back momentum of the game in the fourth quarter 
when we took the game on. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and I think for the first, well, maybe not the entire three quarters, but I, I think we just were so scared of making an error in a very chaotic game. And, and perhaps just the, 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 the time we need to gel and mesh and something they work on over the preseason. But for me, it, it just came down to um, the speed in which we were able to move the ball. Um, and, and therefore, if we moved it slower, Sydney were able to set up. And uh, although Peter Wright kicked four goals, one, that, that ball coming in uh, high every single time or, or a lot of the time, uh, the Sydney defenders were licking their lips and they just went the other way on us. So for me, yeah, yeah and, and you, you put speed on the ball, defence not, not able to set up your score. Simple so so I think this is a, a more general issue that we've had all year, is that, and it's been very clear from the preseason that we've put a lot of work into our defensive structure and the fruits of those rewards are very evident. It's very clear to see that we have a very good defensive game plan and we have a clear way in which we move the ball. But in all the interviews that I've heard of players this year, they Essendon put zero effort into offensive game plans this last preseason. So, and that becomes very evident when the game is hot or when they're under pressure or when things aren't going our way, we certainly fall back into the bad habits of just bombing it forward that we did under Rutten, that we did under Worsfold and that we've done for a number of years. And ultimately, I think that was our downfall because it played into Sydney's hands. They were able to arrest momentum. And then we really felt the lack of Ridley in that halfway through the second quarter to sort of the start of the fourth because Sydney were it's seemingly able to just score at will, get it over the top and just score goals at will because we didn't have someone to organise the defence and we didn't have someone intelligent enough to know when to leave their man and be the third man up, take an intercepting mark, get a punch in. Nick Cox was playing that role from what I could gather. And he may become very good at it, but it was his first game in that role. So that, I think, for me, was the ultimate downfall, was that we just haven't worked on what we do offensively. How do we attack going slow? How do we attack going quickly? Yeah, look, I think um, zero effort is probably... Uh, an under and overstatement, depending on which way you want to look at it. But um, look, it's, it certainly needs refinement. Um, mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, you, well, it works both ways, but your defense feeds your offense and your offense feeds the defense. You can't yeah, really no. grow both at the same time. I, I think it makes sense to grow your defense first. I agree. Then, I agree. I'm not saying that, that what they've done or what Brad Scott's approach has been wrong. I'm just saying that it's evident when, when it gets difficult that we go back into bad habits of just, yeah. just bomb it. Just try and get it to Peter and, and let him bring it to ground. And I don't think, even though I kick 4-1, I don't feel like he had a very good night. Um, I was mes- messaging Laura. I was at home. I couldn't, couldn't get to the game. And there was several instances where he dropped marks he should have taken, and he, he just looks a little bit out of sorts. And uh, it looks like he's protecting his shoulder a little bit, which hopefully after another preseason, that's out of his game again. Because that's what took him to the next level last year, was that kind of... Self-preservation stuff was was gone from his game, and he was attacking packs really hard, clunking marks, and then obviously his kicking is always generally very, very good. Yeah, I mean, if you're having an off night and kicking 4-1, you're going okay, aren't you? But, um, yeah, look, probably it's hard to say dip in form when he's producing that, but I know what you mean, and I don't think he looked himself either. Yeah, you know. Um, 
but yeah, ha- look, that, that was always going to happen coming off such a long stint. Yeah, you're going to have he started well, and then I think he's just in the lull. Yeah, and so it's just just a bit of a concern. So and look, where as far as I'm concerned, we're looking to next year now. So uh, as long as that's kind of rectified uh, by next season, then then we're good to go. Yeah, but and look, if if my theory holds true that we do have a service issue, well. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to look good when the ball's coming in um, in uh, a less than ideal way. I oh, thought Sydney were, were very, very good at picking apart our defence rather than um, sort of the bombing long. And, and no, but there was a couple of instances where it was lace out. And, you know, there was a drop chest mark in the third quarter. There was um, a couple of um, instances where he got both hands to the ball, one where it hit him in the forehead, a couple others where he just didn't. And watching it on TV, you've got a much... Clear yeah. review of that, right? Um, there was just a couple of that. He they're just bread and butter for a key forward, and he just didn't. Um, so, you know, I've come back from big injuries in in different sports before, and mentally, it can be a, a really big hurdle. So, I'm not begrudging him that. But on a game where we lost by two points, a better performance from him probably gets us over the line. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, two points probably flattered us given Menzi kicked one very, very late. Mm. But, um, yeah, uh, and, and even um, Langford's goal late was probably like, you know, Stephen Bradbury-like, like two guys fall over. Oh, no, sorry, it was, uh, it must have been Sammy Durham late, but obviously Langford had it for most of that. Mm. Um, mm. So, look, two points, but it was probably two or three goals, really. Let's, let's be honest, the difference there, so. So the really bit disappointing thing for me was yet again a peer, a long period of the game, let's call it a quarter, quarter and a half, where we just cannot get any momentum back in the game. And Sydney kicked, what did they kick? Like seven goals in a row? One, two, three, five, six. Yeah. Seven. Margin blew yeah. out to 39 points, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that's concerning given that we've been working on defence all year, that we don't have an emergency break where we can just, you know, you get two or three goals against you and then you can just shut the game down for five minutes. You know, that that for me is ultimately going to cost us long-term if we don't develop that. Yeah, and I think I think it will get developed. Um, yeah, look, um, maybe I'm... Uh, defending mediocrity here, but um, you you can score very very quickly at Etihad. So um, I don't know if that rings true at say the MCG. If you can you can put on that many goals that quickly, you no certainly can. At GM HBA, you certainly can. Um, yeah. in, that, in that basketball court they've got. So, um, but yeah, yeah, you can score very 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 quickly at Marvel. Uh, mm. About mm. that. So um, not a yeah the yeah. I, it inflates the numbers a little bit, I reckon. Mm. And and we got a really good insight into how important Ridley is to our structure, right? I think we already we already knew that, but I mean, it was just so evident to me, more so than other games when he hasn't played, that we were just all at sea back there. There was just no one to direct the traffic. Yeah, and 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 um, I, I think credit goes to Dyson Heppel. The way he he stood up uh, during mm. the game, I thought he was massive. Uh, ben Hobbs is great. Um, there was probably a few few other individuals I'm missing there, but um, yeah, I, look, it, it's it's. I mean, it, it's an half forward, it's an half back. Probably uh, 
There's too much. Uh, maybe Ruck. Uh, yeah. You could argue them all, but um, in terms of structures, uh, they're, they're two most important um, positions on the ground. They just set everything up correctly if, if done well. So one goes down, you do feel it. Um, and we don't necessarily have, uh, like our set, you know, Zerk Thatcher's not one that we can just sort of push up the ground and say, okay, you play his role now. He's mm. not that type of back yet. Yeah, um, and, and the thing is, you touched on it. I was really impressed with Dyson Heppel's game. And he is just, I haven't seen a Dyson Heppel this good since before he cut his hair. Yeah, no, he, he was fantastic. It's Footy's a funny game, isn't it? How quickly um, things can turn. Like start, start of the year, um, you know, we say, look, this is probably it for him. Um, and he gets to the end of the year, and uh, we're saying he's going as good as he's ever gone. So it's a, it's a funny game like that. And I've said it. it before, and I will say it again. The start of the year, go back and listen to these first few episodes of this season. And I said, Dyson Hipple's going okay. He just has to clean up his disposal. And as soon as he cleaned up his disposal, he's back to his best. Yeah, I'll look, but I mean, um, you can say that about anyone. Like, okay, they've just got to do this and they'll be good. It's like, yeah, that's why they're not going great at the moment because they're not doing that. So, but no, fair call. And yeah, he's just got to uh, try to think of someone. Um, Sam Wiedemann will come good. He's just got to take marks and kick goals. That, that's correct. Well, yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah, so, um, and, yeah. and just on the on the Heppel side of it, uh, sort of an, an aside to that, Nick Hyde had a really good game, and I think he was really what we lacked in the last few games, which was some dash and dare off half back and actually a willingness to play quickly. Yeah, no, he, he yeah, I thought he was he was pretty solid as well. Um, mm. I, I I don't know. Yeah, how how much time he's got left in our long term plans? Mm. Um, but I don't necessarily know who who replaces him. So, but yeah, look, and that's probably something we lack in the front half of the ground as well. I, I thought um, was some genuine zip. So, yeah, and and look, I saw flashes from Davy. I definitely saw oh, some yeah. flashes, and and some. You can tell he's developed in the VFL you, because. Although, you know, he only had seven disposals and got subbed out, he was more confident. He attacked the ball a bit harder. And he was just half a second off the pace, but he was trying things that we'd seen at junior level. And it's not going to be long before he starts to become a regular, I think, if he continues on this trajectory. Yeah, and I 100% agree with that. I was sort of thinking that um, in the shower. There are so many guys in that side who haven't even hit their, their straps yet. Um, mm. You know, Davey, Martin, um, Durham. Um, you could even argue Jordan Ridley. Mm. Has he played 100 games yet? Like, Oh, I'm not sure. We'd have to look it up. Um, uh, Hobbs, he, Caldwell. Um, Hobbs had a great game. Caldwell, again, re- so those guys, Caldwell and Hobbs, have become players, haven't they? They... They've gone from, oh, I wonder what we'll get out of them, to, yep, they're in our best 22. Yep, yep. Uh, add Perkins to that list. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there, there's, I mean, Sydney are probably in a similar boat as well. They've they got some pretty good young players too. But, um, yeah, they, look, they, like we said at the start of the episode, there's a lot to like from that. I, I don't think it's that far off to fix. Um, it's just a matter of backing in. Um, 
what I think we need to change, which is how, how you know the, the speed in which we move the ball mm. and the um, boldness in which we play with. Yeah. Um, so, that. so let me read these names to you, um, and you tell me how many are our best twenty-two. Will Setterfield, Jordan Ridley, Dylan Shiel, Sam Draper, Harry Jones. Uh, four or five definites, I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. And then if and, you would ask me who comes out, uh, I haven't got a clean answer for you. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So if you consider, and, and such important structural players as Draper and Ridley, it's... There is, as you were saying, there's a lot more to like about this performance than than first meets the eye. Yes, very bitterly disappointed, but I am now at the point in our season where I don't think we're making finals. Kind of at that point last week when we um, got another pantsing. Uh, so if you look at this more holistically in terms of development view, I think we're in quite a good spot. And some of that football was really exciting to watch when we were up and going. When we were moving the ball quickly, when we were getting on the end of it. Langford kicking five goals. I mean, has there been a bomber that's had a better year than Langford? Maybe Zaki, but that's about it, right? Mm. Yeah, Merritt, Langford for me, probably been our best two. Ridley um, has just been a – yeah, probably throwing that mix as well, mm. I would have thought. Mm. Um Martin before uh, the last couple of weeks, I think that is a failed experiment. Moving up forward, get him, get him on the wing. Yeah, yeah, he was he was much better around the ball, wasn't he? Yeah, I think you know. I, I, look, I appreciate what Scott was trying to do there with um, sort of pushing him forward a bit more. But um, what do they say? Let the bakers bake. He's a wingman. Let him run around the wing. Oh, I've actually never heard that. Let the bakers bake. <laughs> That's right. Never heard it. Yeah, let the bakers bake, mate. Uh, him um, on the wing and let him do his thing. So it's it's a tough pill to swallow for what it means for the rest of our year. But if we look at this in terms of where this kind of core group takes us next year, if we look at this team that was on the park, I reckon maybe Phillips drops out through retirement. Um, you reckon he's retiring this year? Maybe, maybe. I think we're, we're in trouble if he retires. I think list spots are just really hard to come by. Now, for me, you need you need at least three ruckmen. So I agree, I agree. Um, but we've seen enough from Brian now. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, look, maybe leapfrogs him in terms of depth, but I still think if we can keep him on the list, he, 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 if if unless he intends to retire, I, I wouldn't be retiring. No, I would not. I would not. Um, and then the only other there's, there's been a lot of talk around Zerk leaving. Um, really, and I'd be very disappointed if we simply swapped Mackay for Zerk. Oh, that's the first I've heard of that. No, no, no. In terms of Port sniffing around, Callum Tomey's been talking about um, Zerk might be assessing his options. Okay, yeah, that's disappointing. Um... Particularly the uh, patience and time we've we've given him, but um, look, it's yeah. I, what can I say? It's not cliche. He's he has got the right to entertain that, and if Port are going to throw a lot of money at him, he'd be stupid not to have a look at it. So I'd be I'm disappointed if he went. 
Mm, um, so do I. But yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I'm not sold on the idea of another key back. Yeah, me either. Zach Reed, Nick Cox to come through. Although perhaps, perhaps they're not. Oh, Zach Reed, I think is definitely a a key. Nick Coxy might not be. Coxy might not be. Um, look, look, he did some nice things on the weekend. He took, he took a cup. He grew into the role a little bit, didn't he? And Buddy going down really helped us. Yeah, well, I've got you. Know I mean, that guy going down at any point helps you. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I thought maybe, maybe Coxy's. A, you know, he can play that third tall mm-hmm. um, or, or sort of. Um, yeah, halfback flank. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, so, but, yeah, I, I say I, I sense a bit of a logjam there if, um, you know, you slot Ben Mackay in and, and no one goes out. So mm, um, mm. We'll, we'll see. But I, I, I'd be really keen to get another forward. Me too. I, I feel like our, our defence has been solid enough. I'd rather be throwing this cap space at a Another forward, right? And a, a really good quality. Yep. Yep. Uh, look, uh, if, if we were going after North Lifts, I'd be um, probably more inclined to go after Nick Larkey or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Whether we get him or not is a different story. Uh, oh, of course, yeah. Oh, that's with anyone. Um, but if, if, yeah, if we were going for him, I would have thought we'd go for a key forward. Yeah. Key yeah, that, that would be my. My hope as well. What did you think of the uh, Jake Kelly forward experience? Was he for, I, I saw him go to a wing. I didn't uh, realize he went forward. Yeah, he kind of went a bit everywhere. It was. I found it bizarre. I was. I'm not sure what they were trying to achieve with that. Um, would he have been playing on perhaps a, a Nick Blakey? I don't think so because he doesn't have the, the the speed to go with Blakey. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Don't know what was uh perhaps I was just throwing it around with uh Nick Hine playing more back, perhaps. Mm. Um or Cox trying to get Cox back and they're just playing Kelly a little bit higher up the ground. Yeah, um, look I I've got a lot of time for Jake Kelly. I really like him as an individual and I really like the way he goes about his football. Um but I think if you're playing him forward, you're better off not playing him in and bringing in another forward. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, once again, let the bakers bake. Um, mm. Let him play his natural position. So, mm. but hey, we're we're uh, experts, aren't we? But um, we are, we are, and that's why we have a podcast, and that's why we have such a, a loyal, loyal following. Um, we do. They were good again this week. Mm. And mm. you know who else was good? You know who else was good? Uh, Bubba Pizza have been fantastic, uh, offering us. Uh, you know, just just appreciating our shout out. So once again, I'll give it to again. Um, the unbubba believable range nine ninety for any large pizza <laughs> on that range. The unbelievable. You realize they don't sponsor us. Sorry. You realize they don't sponsor us. Not yet, not yet. But uh, look, hey, you put enough good into the world, it gives it back. And look, it's not about being a sponsor. I just pump up stuff. I genuinely. Enjoying uh, a large pizza for nine ninety with the quality that Bubba producer, Bubba Pizza produce on the unbubba leaveable range uh, is worthy of a mention in in my uh, in my books, Nick. So one more time, the unbubba leaveable range nine ninety. Any large pizza on that part of the menu, uh, get yourself stuck into that. So do they have a do they have a Hawaiian on that part of the menu? Um, not 
100 percent sure you have to uh, have a look mm-hmm. next time. Perhaps you're looking to feed the family. We're only nine ninety, um, and it's yeah, like we said, recession-proof, mate. The cost of living is going down when you're buying that sort of stuff. So just before we jumped on air, I was lamenting the fact that we have missed the finals. But you said you had a little bit of a theory, Matthew. Yes, um, I do. Uh, I think we can all remember back round 23, 24 last year, uh, Jamie Elliott kicking that goal to sink Carlton's final chance. Now, I'm not envisioning Jamie Elliott after the siren yet again, but I am picturing a similar matchup in that uh, Collingwood uh, and Essendon, who are scheduled to play in the last round, uh, we may be playing off for a final spot against uh, our old enemy. So um, I think so, I, I have a theory it could come down to that. Well, it definitely could. I just don't think it will. So we, I'm sure everyone's on the ladder predictor, but you, you've got to. If we don't beat West Coast and North, then we don't deserve to play finals, right? No, so you put, no. you put those two away. We're on nine. That takes us to 11. If we get lucky and we have enough percentage, we get in on 12 wins, which means we have to beat one of the Giants or Collingwood. Mm. Do you think that is happening? Are we playing the Giants here or up no, there? up there. Hmm. I don't see why it can't. I think we can beat them if we play like we did on Saturday night. Absolutely, yeah. And and look, that's why I'm not on here uh, too worried. Is that I think we will pull um, out of that game both you know what we did well and and what we can improve on and, and look to demonstrate that um, in the next three or four weeks. So. Uh, I definitely look at our best. I think, yeah, I think we can beat anyone and prove so, that. So let's get out the ladder predictor because this will make a fun little set, right? So if we go back to, so if we look at this week coming, we have Bulldogs versus Richmond on Friday night. Who wins that? Did I say that again? Western Bulldogs versus Richmond Friday night at Marvel. Marvel, uh, Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Then we've got Bombers and Eagles. We win that. Uh, what margin do you reckon we get? It's down here, isn't it? Yeah. 32 points. 32. Cool. Okay. Yep. That's, that's conservative. They're starting to get a few back, aren't they? The, the no idea. No idea. Uh, Adelaide Suns in Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. Adelaide. Hawthorne, Collingwood, Collingwood. Geelong, Port Adelaide in Geelong. Mm, uh, Geelong. Geelong, okay. Oh, uh, if anyone's going to upset them at GMHBA, it's Port Adelaide. They love Port Yeah, they, they, they're they the two teams that beat them there. Okay, so let's go Port. Then we've got Giants and Sydney. I'm going with Giants. Although Sydney could, could do us a favour here. Um, I, I think the Swans, yeah, I think they might get up. Okay, let's go with Swans. Uh, then we've got North Melbourne. Uh, definitely Melbourne there. St Kilda, Carlton. On current form, you've got to go Carlton. Mm-hmm. And then Dockers, Brisbane at Optus. I'm going with Brisbane, but that doesn't really affect us anyway. Um, so then we look ahead to the next round. Collingwood, Geelong. We go with Collingwood. North Essendon, we're assuming we win. Uh, Sydney, Gold Coast. You go with Sydney. you got Brisbane, Adelaide. Yeah. You go 
Brisbane there, because that's in Brisbane. Carlton, Melbourne at the G. I think that's a toss-up. Let's go... Let's assume the worst and go Carlton. Uh, West Coast, Dockers. I'm going Dockers. Uh, Hawks, Bulldogs. You go Bulldogs. And then Saints, Richmond. I've got Saints. What do you reckon? Marvel. Saints, Richmond? Yep. Marvel... Nah, Richmond. Richmond, okay. Uh, and then we've got Port Adelaide and the Giants at Adelaide Oval. Port just. Port just, okay. And then Friday, August 18, Collingwood, Brisbane at Marvel. Wow, that's interesting. Um, Collingwood. Collingwood. Okay. Uh, Richmond North, I'm going with Richmond. Mm-hmm. Suns. Carlton at the Gold Coast. Geez, they just had a big win against the Lions there. They could knock them off. All right, let's go with the Suns then. Uh, Giants and the Bombers. Giants Stadium. Let's say we win it. Yeah, we have to, right? And then Saints Geelong. I'm going with Saints. uh, With Geelong, sorry, uh, at Marvel. Uh, We've got Adelaide and Sydney at Adelaide Oval. Yep. Uh, who are you going with? Uh, Adelaide. Yeah. Bulldogs, West Coast. Bulldogs at Marvel. Uh, Melbourne Hawks, Melbourne. Uh, Dockers and Port Adelaide. I'm going for Port, even though it is at Optus. So then we've got Brisbane, St Kilda. I'm going with Brisbane. This is at the Gabba. Carlton and Giants at Marvel. I'm going Carlton. Bombers, Collingwood, I'm going Collingwood. Um, Geelong, Bulldogs, I'm going Bull- uh, Geelong at GMHBA. Uh, then we have Hawks, Dockers, doesn't really matter, let's go Hawks. North, uh, Suns, doesn't matter, let's go Suns. Uh, Sydney, Melbourne at the SCG, I'm going to go Melbourne, but it could be an upset. Then we've got Port Adelaide, Richmond, Port Adelaide win, and Eagles, Adelaide, Adelaide win. That has us, if we win the next three and results go our way, that has us finishing eighth and playing Carlton in the first final at the G. That's on 12 wins. Okay. So it wouldn't come down to Collingwood? No, it doesn't. If we win the next three, potentially, if results go our way, right, it doesn't come down to Collingwood. So we can Mm. make it with three more wins. Uh, Better with four. So if we flip this around... Yeah, then we jump up to seventh, and it's worse for us. We play the Bulldogs. Yeah. So you still believe um, we're done with all that? Well, let's see. Let's see how we're playing. Let's see how we're playing against the Giants. Um, either way, it looks like we're going to be playing our first final in Melbourne. Jeez, Carlton Essendon at the G sounds like a ripping first final. Hmm. Although it's it's coming true, what we thought uh, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, they are. They are. And well, like we said, it's better for the league. But uh, no, I would love an S. Oh, well, actually, we've seen it before in Essendon and Carlton. Yeah, we got uh, smashed final. So, uh, but but it would be nice to just have them knocking on the door of the eight and us under the four, I should say, and us in their finals campaign. Yeah, in week one, that would be very nice. It would be very nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, I'd love to see it. 
So anyway, it's, it's not important. Let's uh, let's wrap this up really quickly. Looking ahead to the West Coast game, look, I I think if anyone comes in, it's Kane Baldwin, um, and and anyone who and I think Sardis. I think you've got to bring Sardis in, and I think the player to go out is either uh, Davy Snelling Menzi. I, 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 oh, I, no, I like Jai Menzi. I think we're a bit of... I like him a lot. Um, yeah, if, if Stringer's not playing, I think Menzi has to play. I really like Davey in that he gives us a bit of zip. He gives yep. us a different dynamic. So I think Sally might be the one miss out there. He, he was pretty good off, off the bench. So. He was. He was really good. Or if Jake Kelly's playing forward, I'd rather be playing, or on the wing, I'd rather that be Elijah Sardis. Yep. Um, yeah. Look, I'm I'm pretty confident. Um, if he's not ready, oh, like whatever their development plan for him is, I'm pretty confident in it. So, mm. um, but having said that, you know, we held Hobbs off for a little bit, and he's come come good pretty quickly just with opportunities. So yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. We'll see. But uh, yeah, we can't forget that this kid's 19. Like he's he's not going to be the savior. I yeah. I don't think. Um, you know, it, like look at. Um, say Archie Perkins um, mm-hmm. did pretty well at VFL level, then came to AFL. It's taken him just a little while. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, I am comfortable that they're doing the right thing by holding him back a little bit. I agree. I agree. And and the reality is, this weekend not only does it need to be a win, it needs to be a big win. Yeah, it needs yeah. it needs to be you know twelve, fifteen goals to really get our season back on track. If I'm honest. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah, we have to. Um, Get one back um, from the uh, from the uh, Geelong game. So we, yeah. we do need to, yeah, we do need to. Um, we owe we owe ourselves one. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Well, Maddie, thanks for joining me. Thanks, listeners. Uh, again, apologies for the shorter episode, but there's a bigger World Cup fish to fry. Uh, find us on wherever you're listening to great podcasts. Find us on Facebook, on the Instagram. Uh, And until next time, Maddie. Go Dogs.